Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our friend here, Jacqueline Gomes. And yes, guess what? Uh, the email did come in at 9.54. I didn't get to see it yet. <laughs> so I'm excited that you're here. We're going to talk today about motivation to start working on our health goals. But first, let me have her introduce herself. Hi. Hi, everybody. I am registered dietitian nutritionist Jacqueline Gomes. I'm so excited to be here with you again today. Well, same here. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and company. Yeah, for sure. So I am owner and uh, registered dietitian for Nutrition Consultants of New Jersey. So we are a private practice, um, nutrition-focused uh, practice, and we give new- medical nutrition therapy to one-on-one clients as well as to groups. And we also lead uh, corporate workshops and speaking engagements. So we are your one-stop shop for health and wellness. Wonderful. And would you mind sharing uh, the best forms of contact? Yeah, so you can reach me through my website. It's www.busywomanweightloss.com. There's a contact form on there. You can also schedule an appointment right through there. And I'm very active on social media through Instagram. I do answer all my direct messages if you have a question. And you can reach me there at JacquelineGomes.Nutrition. Wonderful. Well, we are going to talk about motivation today, right? Let's let's get the definition to start. Yeah, for sure. So motivation is one of those topics that comes up with every single client. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, we have our own personal definitions of what motivation means. But really, motivation is simply the driving force or the impetus that gives us some kind of direction to achieve a goal or a purpose. So it's definitely a feeling. And so it's the essence behind motivation um, that gives us sort of that sense of energy to make us take action or to change a behavior that will ultimately produce a certain outcome. Ah, interesting. All right. Well, we got to work on this motivation process. Let's continue. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's important for us to understand why we even need motivation and, you know, where it comes from. So we under, we know that motivation is the driving force behind, you know, having us take action, right? So we have a goal in mind, and a lot of times I hear, well, you know, I don't, I don't have motivation or I don't know what my motivation is, right? We're kind of like in that wishy-washy state. But we need to focus in on what our what our why is or what we're working towards because without it, we're unlikely to take action, right? So we can say, oh, I want to lose X amount of weight or I need to stop smoking or I need to fill in the blank. The goal is not really important. What's important is we need to focus in on why you want to accomplish that. Without honing in on your why, you're kind of nowhere. Your why really gives you that motivation that you're looking for. So why do you want that goal? For what reason, right? And ultimately, I find that we're looking to achieve a certain feeling, right? So whether you want to lose weight or maybe you want more energy or better fitting clothes or, you know, fill in the blank, um, without having that why to give you that little push, you're really unlikely to take the action that you need um, you know, to, to achieve what you're looking for, right? And sometimes they hear, well, I just want to improve the quality of my life. Well, okay, that's, you know, that's a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And so for what reason do you want that, right? 
Yeah, no, that's true. I, I definitely, you know, why? Why is this motivation important? And it, it, it is so important, I believe, to be motivated. It just keeps you lively. It keeps your mm-hmm. dream alive. It keeps your blood flowing. It keeps things working yes. and moving and shaking. Because if we weren't motivated, we'd be lazy little couch potatoes. And, uh, you know, that's not a good thing for our health and mm-hmm. overall wellness. But really, but would you right. say some people just naturally have more motivation than others? You know, that's a great question. So research actually shows us that, yes, um, motivation can be different from person to person based on different chemicals or neurotransmitters that we're releasing from our brain. So we, we, you know, most people, I think, who are listening to this understand that our brain controls every single action that we take, right? And so, for example, um, there was an article published in 2013 in the Journal of Neuron that found that dopamine, so dopamine is that feel-good chemical that we often talk about or the, the happy hormone, and it's actually a neurotransmitter. And it encourages, um, they found that this, uh, this neurotransmitter or this hormone encourages people to take action before they receive the, the reward. And that's interesting finding because traditionally we think of this hormone as a happy hormone that's released after we have achieved something that feels good, right? And so the common example is exercise, right? Like, oh, once you start exercising, your body releases all these endorphins and all these feel-good chemicals, and then it'll motivate you, right, to continue. So this article found that some people just naturally have higher levels before they even take action. And so you know, when we think about that, okay, yeah, then some people may naturally just be more predisposed to taking action on their goals and others may need a little bit more of a push. So um, I think that, you know, so the science to show that, you can't really argue with science, but I also think there's lots of other layers to this. It's not black and white. You know, someone's motivation can also be heavily influenced by their life experiences. Think about it. Any experience that you had in your life, you may reflect on that, and that may move you to make different choices in your life, right? Um, and so even when negative consequences, so with negative consequences, when we think about that, it can also help us to move closer to our goal. And it, I think that it will vary depending on how someone is, again, that word, motivated. What is What is kind of moving them? Are they more fearful of negative consequences, or there's someone whose brain responds more to, oh, I'm looking to the positive aspect of this. And so a simple example that I think most people would understand or relate to is that, you know, someone who comes to me and says, hey, Jacqueline, you know, I was just diagnosed with diabetes, and I understand that there's these negative consequences if I don't control my blood sugars. You know, that may be enough for someone to really focus on lifestyle management. So this is um, a part of motivation that's coming from a life experience, right? And so, um, you know, changing their diet or increasing their physical activity may be something that's their why, right? That's constantly in the back of their head because they're saying, well, I don't want these negative consequences, so I'm going to change my behavior in order to prevent that from happening. Wow, thank you for sharing that. Interesting, because 
Also, uh, you know, other misunderstandings around motivation I want to talk about. We want to talk about mm-hmm. improving our motivation and all that. Mm-hmm. But at this time, I want to take a quick break. Um, so sure. what I need from you, if you don't mind, is uh, <laughs> your best form and all forms of contact. And uh, we'll do that break. So fill me in. Go ahead. How can we reach out to you, hon? Absolutely. So email is always great because you can reach me directly through email. And my email address is Jacqueline Gomes. R like registered, D like dietitian, and like nutritionist at gmail.com. And you can also reach me through Instagram. My handle is at JacquelineGomes.Nutrition. And, of course, through my website, www.BusyWomanWeightLoss.com. So those are all three very convenient ways to reach out. Perfect. All right. Let's do this. We'll take that break. And when we return, we'll talk more about how you can help our listeners. Thank you. Hi everyone, this is Tom Bergvik, Licensed Professional Counselor, practicing in Hamden, Connecticut. I've been invited to participate in a discussion with Jill Nicolini regarding mental health, substance abuse, and relationship issues in people's lives. I look forward to speaking to and with you. Please join us for what I hope to be an informative and entertaining show. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are joined here once again uh, talking about, well, our amazing motivation. And we're talking about getting healthy, doing it the right way with a professional. And by the way, you are worldwide, correct? Yes, that Gotta is point correct. that out, right? Because I, some people I, see I, the address it, and say, well, does she work in every state, my state? How does it work? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. All we right. are uh, virtual, so definitely can see across state lines. Beautiful. And just before we continue, I know the topic is motivation for the day, but to really start working with some and coach them, do you offer certain programs that, is it a three months, six months? What do you normally find, uh, you know, a good timeline for someone who's interested in this? 
Absolutely. I always start with three months. It is important to understand that to think about your wellness journey as a process that is not a quick fix. So some research shows that we need at least two months to create a new habit. And so I like to start with three months as a way for individuals to get into a groove of not only developing their habits and routines that naturally fit into their lifestyle, but also creating discipline around that. And I have found through my experience that three months is a good a good place to start, but many of my clients will stay with me for six months, and I've had some individuals stay for longer than a year. Awesome. All right. Good to know. Well, let's get motivated and continue the discussion. Mm-hmm. And again, we are talking about going for our health goals. So let's talk about some of the misconceptions mm-hmm. around it and what can we do to maintain mm-hmm. or improve our motivation today? I feel motivated yeah. speaking to you and I'm good. excited. Good. <laughs> That's amazing. No, no. Uh, okay. yeah, okay. I- can I be honest with you? I yes. just personally, I, 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 fa- I went to the doctor two days ago. It turns out I need mm-hmm. two hernia surgeries for my groin because I do a lot of heavy lifting oh, around the house, geez. cleaning. Wait, oh, then it gets better. Yeah. I go to the other doctor yesterday and now I got a cortisone shot in my arm. I have severe tendonitis and um, uh, arthritis and, and to use the mouse, to use my phone, to drive right now, it's so mm-hmm. difficult and it could be carpal tunnel. Yeah. I'll go for the nerve test soon. But I'm someone who is not yeah. taking care of my health and I am now getting motivated because of the, the unfortunate diagnosis is, but, and I know sometimes right. people say, well, before that happens, you should be more motivated, but I'm going to move oh. forward and to get my body and health stronger because I, I have to do this for my kids. I have to start taking care of myself mm-hmm. and say no to certain things. So I, I really mm-hmm. am getting motivated by you today. I'm not just telling you that oh, it's the truth. Excellent. So I, I'm, I'm loving this, please. I need some advice. Go ahead. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm thrilled to hear that because we do, I sounds like you found your why and that's to be there for your children and to be strong and healthy for them. And, you know, these misconceptions around motivation, I think the biggest one is that we need to be motivated 100% of the time in order to achieve our goal. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that we're human beings, we're not robots, and it's simply not true. And so one very, um, you know, very common quote from, um, I'm sure people are familiar with Zig Ziglar, is that, People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing, and that's why we recommend it daily. And it's so true because it is something that we have to remind ourselves of daily. You have to keep your why front and center in order to develop that motivation that turns into discipline. And so since we're not motivated 100% of the time, we need to develop discipline. And that is a different behavior. To be disciplined, you're performing an action whether you like it or not, right? Whether you're motivated or not. For example, I'm not always motivated to get up at 5 a.m. to do my workout, but I've developed the discipline around this action because if I don't, I have learned that if I don't do it first thing in the morning, then it does not get done. So I do it whether I slept well, I'm, I'm, you know, hot, cold, you know, not feeling it, whatever. It just gets done. And so that's how discipline is, be- is is a different behavior. It's something that you take action on, whether it's convenient or not. And so I think that um, some other uh, misconceptions around motivation is that someone can, uh, you know, ultimately motivate you to do something. I think that that can happen in the short term, but it doesn't last long. I can, for example, you know, people often come to me naturally, right? They're like, I need some motivation. I don't know what to do. I have no motivation. 
And I can, you know, I say, well, yeah, I can, I can encourage you, I can inspire you, I can certainly lay down the groundwork and give you a framework of the actions that you need to take to achieve your goal, but motivation comes from within. It has to come from us. We have to, um, our why has to be strong enough to catapult us out of bed in order to take those action steps that are laid out for us. Can I also state the fact that after you do what you commit to, like waking up at mm-hmm. five, doing your mm-hmm. workout or whatever it is that makes you happy, mm-hmm. let's talk about how good it makes you um, and physically in the yeah. body. Like, aren't, don't we mm-hmm. have these, uh, I don't know, they're hormones, pheromones, whatever. Yeah. What happens to our body? <laughs> yeah, because the accomplishment, feeling, oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Yes, and that is one of the action steps that, I implement for my clients when they first get started is, especially if it revolves around an activity like physical activity, which for many people can be quite challenging to find, again, that motivation or that discipline to get started. And so I say start with just 10 minutes. The 10-minute rule, anyone can do anything for 10 minutes. And so if you start moving your body and you set a timer for 10 minutes and you say to yourself, all right, I'll just do this for 10 minutes. Guess what's going to happen? To your point, Jill, those hormones, those feel-good hormones are going to start producing and releasing after a few minutes. And when you, your alarm goes off at 10 minutes, you're going to be like, oh, I got another five minutes in me. I got another 10 minutes in me. And before you know it, you've done 20 minutes of physical activity. You have checked something off the box from your list. You feel really accomplished. You feel really great, and guess what? The next day, you're so much more motivated to do it again because you just accomplished something that you thought was going to be really hard, but in fact, it worked out great, and now you're, you're looking for that good feeling all over again. Yes, but what is it? It's not adrenaline. What is it called? I can't think of it. Yeah, so they're endorphins. Endorphins, that's um, the word. Yes, I'm like, endorphins. okay. Pheromones. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, thank yes. you so much. Well, yeah, so those feel-good hormones like dopamine, um, uh, endorphins, uh, or those, uh, you know, they call them those happy hormones that are released after, for example, something like physical activity. Mm-hmm. All right, and what would you say to someone maybe who is just – how do I say, um, you know, they say they have no motivation. What do yeah. you say to them? So this really involves a shift in mindset before you even start working on your goal. And we are get, we get so excited about a goal. We're like, oh, I just want to dive right in. Okay, great. But let's shift your mindset a little bit first. So the first step might be starting to practice some positive affirmations. So writing out some positive affirmations that can help boost your self-confidence, boost your self-esteem, and, and put you in a more positive place. The next is sometimes you have to give yourself permission to take a break and refocus. Maybe we need to reevaluate your goals. Maybe your goals are not as realistic as you may think they are for the time of life that you're in, and maybe just shifting them a little bit, get you to create some uh, or establish some wins can give you that that self-esteem boost that you need to continue moving forward with your goals. Um, you know, the other thing that sometimes I like to do is set up a reward system for progress made on your goals. I think this works great. Um, I, you know, I always like to say don't make it a food reward that's counterproductive, um, but make it something that makes you personally feel good. So sometimes I have women that uh, I work with a lot of professional women who are super busy and to just have time to get a manicure sometimes is like a huge self-care step for them. So I said, you know, your reward is going to be a manicure pedicure 
and they're like, okay, great, you know, that feels really good. For other people, it just might be a new pair of sneakers or it might be leggings. You know, you, you have to find something that, that motivates you enough to want to work towards it. Um, and then you ask, ask yourself questions, right? Like, ask yourself, what will happen if you don't do this? We, that takes us back to our why. When you are stuck, go back to your why. What will happen if you don't do it? But what will happen if you do do it, right? If you do take action steps towards changing your lifestyle, what is the best possible thing that could happen to you? When you put yourself in that positive place, that really feels good. That, that's a positive feeling and you want to try and stay there. And then, um, you know, think about the person that you want to become. You know, what would that person that you envision, what would they do in your situation? Um, keep a journal. A journal of your to-dos is great. It helps us feel accomplished when we're crossing things off. Um, you know, for individuals that, you know, for all of my clients, naturally, nutrition is a huge component. So a lot of my clients are keeping food journals. And the purpose of a food journal is really to give you some accountability around what you're eating. So visually being able to see, did I eat vegetables? Did I eat fruit? Um, you know, am I eating protein at each meal? So that can sometimes um, give us some direction on what, you know, what behaviors need to change. And the last, and I shouldn't even say this is the last one, but it just happens to be uh, that I'm remembering it now. But last but not least, you always need to get support in this day and age. Getting support should be viewed as a positive step towards your own self-help and your personal well-being. You know, by surrounding yourself by people that support you and want to see you succeed, like your dietitian or like a therapist, or maybe um, maybe you're in, you uh, want to do acupuncture, by getting the support that you need, you really are just so much more likely to stay focused and more motivated and ultimately consistent in your actions that will bring you so much closer to your goals. Um, you know, without consistency, without accountability and support, it's really very difficult, I think, um, to continue moving forward. All right. Well, thank you so much. We still have five minutes left in the show. What else did you want to add? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I always um, want to encourage people to really sit down and take inventory on where they are in their life today. So. Envisioning our health goals can a lot of times feel overwhelming, especially if we're in a place where we're not being physically active, we're eating sort of um, haphazardly. And what I mean by that is there's no plan in place. There's no strategy, just whatever is put in front of you or whatever looks good that day is kind of like what you eat. When you have that lifestyle of just by living by default, you're not really you're not really making any steps towards improving your future self because you have no plan or strategy in place. And so sit down with a piece of paper and I say to create two columns. So in one column you may list the positive aspects of your lifestyle. So everything that you think is uh, giving you longevity, maybe giving you energy. It's working towards the person that you ultimately see yourself in the future. And then the second column may be the not so great column. I don't want to. Ne- I don't want to necessarily say it's negative because I don't really like to put my mind there. But there are behaviors that are not helping you re- bring you closer to the person that you'd like to be or to your future goals. And so when you see those action items or those. Um, you know, those examples side by side, 
it can really help you to pinpoint where in your life you need to start making some minor changes and always implement the one-step-at-a-time approach. I talk a lot about this when I talk to um, corporate wellness. In corporate wellness, is you know, people tend to want to do everything all at once. No, just pick one thing. Maybe this week you only work on establishing a, a, a walking routine. And until you get that under your belt, you do not move on to the next thing. When you implement this one-step-at-a-time approach, you're so much more likely to establish those habits and routines that stick with you for a lifetime rather than just making it a quick fix that comes and goes in two or three weeks and then you just move on to the next thing. All right, sounds good. Well, let's uh, remind everyone, uh, we can contact you. Could you share best form in all forms, please? Yes, 100%. So please reach out to me um, if you are interested by email. Jacqueline Gomes are like registered DUI dietitian and like nutritionist at gmail.com. You can head over to my website at www.busywomanweightloss.com or on Instagram at JacquelineGomes.nutrition. Perfect. Uh, pleasure having you here and looking forward to connect. And in closing today, anything else that you wanted to add? Oh, no, that's it for today. I hope that um, everyone got some benefit out of the motivation talk and feel motivated to pursue their goals. Great. Thank you again for being here, for joining us, and looking forward to the next conversation. Thank you for getting me motivated, and I hope our listeners, too. All right. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.